0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of A Cup of Zoe. I'm so glad you're joining me. I hope you enjoy the episode. But before you listen, I just have a couple things I wanted to say. This was so freaking fun to do with Fiona. We laughed a lot. I'm sorry for your eardrums in some parts, (laughs) but that part was really fun. What wasn't fun, however, was editing. It did not go smoothly. You will probably be able to tell but I promise that next time, it'll be better. So let this not set a precedent. Let it let it be known that I know it's choppy and it'll get better. That's all. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. the first episode of Cup of Zo. I almost said the wrong name. Cup of Zo. Yes. Cup of Zo. Welcome to the first episode. Today I have Fiona Green. Hi. <laughs> I'm Fiona. She is, she is my neighbor in the dorm hall. She is um, my therapy for the weeks. Oh I don't God. have an appointment with Kelly. Um <laughs> She is, I, I'm her therapist because mm-hmm. her therapist has cancelled about
1: <laughs> she five. She canceled again yesterday. Oh my,
0: no, she did not. <laughs> Two days in a row. Is that five six times? Is somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's how we became friends. Um saying hi to each other in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. And what a crazy ride it's been. Oh yeah. The COVID college. So, <laughs> so we go to a small liberal arts school in Oregon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this conversation is going to be based off of our very specific experience.
1: Yeah, and the undergrad class is like 2,000 people, so it's yeah. smaller than Total, my not high just school. classes. Yes. Classes are like... Yeah, yeah, something around there. Yeah. So a lot smaller than even most high schools, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I see someone I know walking everywhere,
1: more than one person, mm-hmm. and I... Basically Can't avoid
0: anybody. Can't avoid anybody. I don't hate anyone yet, so it's not a problem <laughs> as of yet. <laughs> well, I've been here longer and I have... <laughs> Just oh kidding. God. So, yeah, small school. We're in person. It's hybrid. There's a lot of people that are just online. Um... I'm a fresh, oh this is important mm-hmm, information. Mm-hmm.
1: I am a first year. Mm-hmm. And I'm a second year. Yeah, so. So I had a semester and a half of normal freshman year of college experience. And now I have this semester of COVID college. So I think I can also touch on like the contradictions. Do you want between- to talk
0: really quickly about what it was like when, it- when you first found out like that immediate
1: transition? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I found out it was that week of like March 13th or something like freaking doomsday. (laughs) And it was a couple days before we were supposed to go home for spring break. So they told us at that point, like, if you're going home from spring break, you have to stay home. No one can come back after. So it was either like, you have to stay there for the rest of the year, or you can go home and not come back. And then once it started getting clear how serious it was that was sort of when they shut down any option to live on campus unless you're an international student or had special circumstances um, so I had like a week to move out which wasn't too bad. I know a couple of people who were already home for spring break and then had to go back and move out so
0: oh so you weren't gone
1: yet. no I was still here and I just I pushed my flight up a couple of days from when I was originally supposed to fly home. That's not bad
0: mm-hmm. I mean,
1: considering not not great but
0: could be a lot better okay so I think that first we're gonna talk about like specific stories of people and then because we got a a few um, stories that I want to talk about and then we can go over some of the questions um they range in what they're about anyway yeah stories okay First one, I'm at home doing online school and I feel like I never leave other than for work. I never have anything to get dressed for other than work. How do you balance life and school during a global pandemic? Also, good luck with your podcast. Thank you so much.
1: I need it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How do you balance life and school? Okay. Um, I honestly don't do that great of a job with it. It's something that I am trying to work on, Um, but I think I say that I'm going to prioritize friends because that's what's most important to me. And then I get super behind in school and I have to do all of it at the same time. And then I'm actually distancing myself from my friends when I do that. So I think I would say don't do what I do. And I think it's really helpful to have schedules and to do lists that in your day include work and social life. Um, and I think it's easy to feel like you're being more productive when you look at your to-do list. And mine even has, like, make my bed in the morning, which is just something small that I can immediately feel like I'm getting something done. And it helps me feel more productive throughout the days. I don't make like my bed. I <sighs> didn't until this year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Honestly, I wake up and I'm like, I'm taking care of myself. I'm on top of my... Absolutely. Can we swear? I I, I can't can. decide. Okay. I'll say, I'm on top of my stuff. On top of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to
0: try not to cuss this first episode, and then we'll
1: see how (laughs) down
0: it goes. Okay. I sort of have an answer to this. It's, first of all, we're living in a pandemic. You can't, like, expect yourself to be on the top of everything. You are never going to be, hopefully, never going to be living through another pandemic during your lifetime. And so you don't have to have, like, you know come up with the vaccine yourself to feel like you did anything during this time so it's okay that you aren't on top of your game um most of us aren't also google calendar Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna say that google Mm -hmm. calendar oh my god saved my life when so i was working 20 hours a week for women's march and i'm not working as much for them anymore because the election ended but Oh wow, I literally had like every hour booked for like the two months right before the election. Um, I had hours booked out for what class I was gonna be doing work for, and like the events for my job. And I put in play, that is a very important aspect. Brené Brown has a podcast on that. Um, Anyway, I just, I scheduled everything. And I'm not going to lie, I did not fully <laughs> didn't fully follow the schedule, yeah. but just having it, ha- like knowing what you um, are capable of and like doing it for one day and being like, wow, I can do it. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Well, one of, one of the steps. I don't think you're supposed to have a step-by-step process during a pandemic.
1: Yeah. And I think if I can say one more thing about that. Um I'm a firm believer in having self-compassion. I think that that's one of the most important things um, you can do to make yourself happy. And if you look at a to-do list that you made or your Google Calendar and you realize, oh, I didn't get everything done, having the self-compassion to say, that's okay, I still did do these things and I did what I could and... I know what I have to do differently next time, but having that flexibility within yourself to not beat yourself up if you aren't doing as much as you think you should be. And I don't know, just having freedom within your scheduling. Totally. Oh my God. I just thought (laughs) I
0: almost said something about like the two mentalities of like nothing matters, I'm not going to do anything Mm -hmm. versus. Um, I'm going to do everything mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just not even, I'm going to say that and just end it because I could make a whole entire mm-hmm. podcast about that topic alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one more thing I'd like to say. Um, so this person said that she never has anything to get dressed up for other than work. And I, something I found really, really helpful is just dressing up every single day. Yeah. Like wearing, well, you're agreeing, you wear pajamas, <laughs> but, that's, but that's like you're dressing up. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like wear what you wear on a day that you have to do things because then you will feel more motivated to do those things. Um, on days where I am like, I just need to wear sweats all day. Like, I mean, this is very specific to me. I know that like some people wear sweats even if it's not a pandemic, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but just getting dressed and like having a morning routine, having like a way to start your day instead of rolling out. I've noticed that any day that I just roll out of bed, I the whole day I'm not able to do much at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next story. Oh, this one is a fun one. Okay. <laughs> Gonna add a little bit of flavor. Um, <laughs> this person has two little fun stories, um, and they are examples of how even a pandemic can't, can't stop the fun. <laughs> First one. I was on a walk of shame back to my commons, and I ran into my RA who was getting back from a run. It was the most awkward experience because she knew.
1: I have uh, been there. I have been there. I also had an awkward run-in with an RA um, on a, f- a fun night in college where um, there was some knocking and getting in trouble about volume and <laughs> I'm trying to not... <laughs> Be weird. I would just like to say,
0: so she was much more detailed the first time. And I was like, maybe, maybe go back and like just filter it a little bit. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I want to leave that in. I think okay. it's worthy of it. Okay. Second story same person. This person must be having more fun than we are. Okay. okay. They said, I drank on a Thursday night, night before my math test. And I accidentally blacked out, and so during my test, I had to throw up on camera. So the professor <laughs> didn't think I was cheating. And apparently that night, I had thrown up on my comforter, and it wouldn't come off in the wash. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I simply don't sleep with a comforter anymore. <laughs> no. So moral of the story: Don't drink the night before a test. Wow. You know that story is really what i needed to know that yeah yeah (laughs) amazing amazing well so that that really tells us that
1: covid can't stop the fun yes covid but make sure if you're having fun you're being responsible about it thank you yeah
0: good advice okay next story well this is this is seeking advice okay 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 so basically i need advice on getting back out there with dating or whatever because i just got out of a two-year relationship and don't know how the fuck i guess we're not we're not bleeping okay sorry okay and i don't know how the fuck to date especially with covid going on so that's my cue i need your fees advice
1: Freaking good question. How
0: did you get back out there,
1: Fiona? Oh, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, Zoe had to set me up to get back out there. I had to get involved. It was yeah. getting really
0: depressing. <laughs> so <laughs> can I paint a little picture? Yeah, you
1: can paint a picture. So
0: Fiona and I started our friendship by me just knocking on her door basically every night. <laughs> and And we'd hang out and talk and gossip and... She was like, Zoe, I'm about to go home and there's no one at home for me, and there's no one here for me. She almost went on a what can I say? Yeah. She almost went on a Tinder date with a stranger. And then she Okay, uh, he
1: was a CEO of a company, creator and CEO. So okay. I invited like you back out just. COVID. Because um, yes, COVID and also I have been too into true crime podcasts and criminal minds lately, and that I was very kind of got scared. Yeah.
0: So then I was like, I need to I need to get involved here. And <laughs> how much detail am I allowed to give? We should have gone over this.
1: He said he's going to listen to it. So okay. just don't embarrass me.
0: <laughs> so basically, my boyfriend has a fun little friend group, pod size. Don't worry, Elsie, mm-hmm. if you're listening. Um, and one of the guys has been <laughs> doing... I Almost said seeking arrangements. <laughs> He's been seeking arrangements, but not on, not through the, <laughs> not through the online dating app thing. Um, anyway, I was like, interesting. I also have a lonely friend, lonely and she, and <laughs> she wears <laughs> and she wears snuggies every night and watches the movies alone. <laughs> <laughs> And so I invited her to hang out with the boys. Mm -hmm. She came over. Was it Halloween? Was that the first time? The
1: first time was the night before Halloween.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, it wasn't.
1: Yes, it was. I
0: don't think it was. Because the first time you came, you were like, I'm wearing, because her costume was real, real hot. She was wearing a bra for her costume. Yes, I, I was. I, I like to put details out there. And I looked good. And she looked so good. And she was like, is it, are you sure it's okay if I come by? Like, I'm literally wearing a bra. And I was like, I think that makes it more okay. That See, that was the first time, right? Yeah. So that was really fun. And it's been like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Fiona is leaving on Saturday. That's why the beginning, started start of this podcast was so rushed and, <laughs> you may be able to tell Bye. i have not done my research on how to do it so anyway it's going all over the place but yeah anyway we're supposed to give advice on how to get
1: back out there oh my God. Wait, we gotta off. cut that whole section out bro we
0: gotta <laughs> cut <laughs> up? back up okay um, hello sorry we just went on a tangent completely unrelated to this person's question so now
1: we will answer it yes Okay, it is so hard to get back out there after a breakup. I have been broken up with, and I have broken up with people, and in both situations, it's just... It sucks to try and and have the freedom within yourself to feel like you're ready to go back out. How long did it take you to date people after you just got out of something? Um, or just get
0: back out there in general?
1: Okay. I feel like it's different... F- for a lot of people, but the first time that I got broken up with, the only time I've gotten broken up with. Okay, no need to flex. <laughs> um, I rebounded really hard, and um, within a month, I was seeing someone else, but that wasn't good. That wasn't what I would recommend. It was just, you know, someone was there, and I missed the attention of being in a relationship, so I definitely was rebounding, but I think that Personally, moving forward, I think it's really important after a breakup to take some time to be only emotionally available to yourself, and you can go out and hook up with people and do what you want, but I think that the growing from a relationship comes from that time after a relationship where you can reflect, and I think being alone for a little while helps you find that reflection because you can focus on it.
0: Yes. So, what about COVID? How do we do that during okay, COVID? True. Um, okay, I'm gonna
1: take a sip of water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: I I have some. Okay. So, I started dating someone during the pandemic which I thought was a very rare thing but there's a few other people in my class that this happened to do, so it's not as special as I thought it was um <laughs> but my boyfriend is Sawyer and we met on the Instagram for our um class for the college that we're going to um cuz we all posted like bios and stuff and and then he slid into the DMs and <laughs> and then we like visited each other and have been dating for like four and a half months now. So it's possible to get back out there during a pandemic. I think it you have to rely on people around you to either link you with, with mm-hmm. the people um, or rely on dating apps or rely on just being really bold. Like if you're on campus, I don't know how this would go, but it's worth trying if you're desperate. Um, Just, like, going up to someone and talking to them. Mm -hmm. And worse comes to worse, there's nothing that happens. Yeah. Or,
1: I mean, you could also just find a friend. So (laughs) I love that mentality because that has been the mentality that has helped me the most is just being bold and full sending it. I feel like that's how I start relationships a lot of the time because it first of all I think it's attractive to know what you want and say I'm gonna go for this side note okay you can also be bold
0: and pretend that you know what you want even if you don't and it's still it still has the same effects yes
1: um but I think that like yes it would suck if you got rejected that would make you sad but there's a 50-50 chance, you know, like, maybe it will work, maybe it won't work, and you'll never know if you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Okay. I feel like it's true, though. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess our point here is it depends on what you want. You have to look at yourself and be like, do I want to hook up with people? Do I want to date people? If you want to date people, really, look, I mean, you just got out of a relationship. Like, I think that it might take some time. It took me like six or eight months to date someone else. Um, and before, like the first time I got out of a real relationship, I, it took me <laughs> like a couple weeks to start. And I like started hanging out with someone and then caught feelings immediately. So then I was getting over two people at the same time. And so that's a really slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time I got out of a real Relationship. I well, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I like hung. I was oh god. I just really was angry at myself for letting it go so long. And so I like hung out with someone two weeks after, and then I literally left. <laughs> I like kissed them, and then I was like, I'm sorry. I can't. Like I feel so bad right now. Um, and so you really have to be in check with yourself and it's okay if you get awkward experiences because one, if you since it's COVID, you might start talking to them online and then it's really easy to be like, oh, block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's easy that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. I don't know if that was helpful. I hope it was. A yeah, bit.
1: I think takeaways are just take time to yourself. You don't need to rush getting back out there um, it's okay to be sad and to listen to yourself. Totally. Okay. So the
0: little, the responses on my Instagram story that I got are kind of all over the place. So (laughs) don't mind us. It's going to be all, all over, which is fine because I think that's how every podcast is going to be. We're setting the scene. Okay. Um, oh, let's do some questions just about our campus specifically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um number one does your college have a way of keeping track of their students symptoms daily (laughs) we do have a way but i don't think people are
1: doing it what do you wait what's the way just like monitoring your symptoms no
0: there's like a there's a link thing where you can track and put in your symptoms
1: what Mm -hmm. did they email that to us I mm-hmm. didn't even know that. Yeah.
0: So that goes to show how seriously they're taking it. Um. Okay. How do bubbles slash pods work at your school? Is it relatively easy to make friends? Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So going to school, they said, within the first two weeks, you need to find four to six people to be part of your pod. Um, it didn't go that way. I don't know... I, like, I know, oh, it's so hard because finding friends is so important in college, but so is keeping everyone safe, and so I'm sure that they were dealing with the balance of that and finding out how to make it work, um, and I know for a fact that people (laughs) did not keep a pot of four to six friends and, um, just didn't follow the rules in general but what college students do
1: yeah um
0: but we didn't have any cases on campus really until Mm -hmm. literally this week yeah and so for a really long time it was going really well and genuinely I think that like there's a lot more can I'm not gonna say
1: yeah well I I think
0: everyone at the school is connected yeah but there's also only 2,000 people Mm -hmm. maybe less on campus Mm -hmm. this year
1: and honestly I think that there's a aspect of peer pressure in handling COVID um, where I'm gonna, like, I judge people who are going out and partying right now, and I think- Do you know of
0: anyone that's partying,
1: like- Not at LC. Yeah. But I have seen people from back home who go to bigger schools and I, I judge them, and I think that people know that they're being judged, and it makes them want to be more responsible. And I think yeah. that that's a good form of peer pressure. Yeah, I
0: think the peer pressure thing is working for some people, and and I think that size of school has a big impact on it because mm-hmm. we have a small school, and we live in a little bubble on a hill. And I mean, you can Uber to the city, but it's not. And, like, people do, but everywhere in the city you have to wear your mask. And I really haven't heard of people going to, like, house parties or anything. Mm-hmm. Sports teams or pods, and, like, that's obviously not four to six people, but, like, mm-hmm. I think it's been working. But making friends. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Make- <laughs> okay. So- making friends has been so hard. Mm-hmm. It's been so hard, especially at the beginning. Like, oh, I'm, my mom is FaceTiming me. One second. Hi mom, I'm recording my podcast right now. You are. Yeah. <laughs> no oh no, it just froze. Can can I call you back? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when can okay. I call you? When can I call you back? Sooner rather than later, because I'm gonna get tired. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love you. What, what's the topic today? Being a college student during COVID. Yeah. Do you have anything to say? Um, Just make sure that you promote good public health. We were actually just talking about that. Like, because things are heating up for reals right For reals, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, well, I'll let you guys get back to work. Okay, love you. Um, Bye-bye. Okay, she hung up. (laughs) Sorry about that. Hello. We're back again. Sorry for the, um, I almost said inauguration. What's it called? Okay. <laughs> the break, like oh, during the play. the intermission? Intermission, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> intermission in the middle of answering a question. Perfect timing. Okay. So making friends during COVID college has been freaking hard. So hard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. So, I mean, most of my friends I know from like meeting them from the Instagram before we got here. Like we sort of knew each other. And so we like set high. Um, but the first two weeks of school, all the freshmen like sat um, <laughs> sat outside in circles and all like talked to each other and tried to meet each other. That did not lead to any friendships for me, unfortunately. Um, I don't know, I it's hard for me to answer, I don't know. It's been really hard. I, I've made friends from classes, um, like, just being put into a group together or seeing a name on a Zoom screen and hearing them talk in class, being like, they sound cool. I'm going to reach out to them over Instagram. That's how I've made friends.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but my favorite friend that I found here is sitting right next Stop to me. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. Well, I was just going to say that I think the way that you – approached our friendship is one of my favorite things about you is just how willing you are to put yourself out there and you knocked on my door well, actually, I think you had your roommate knock on my door. Yes, I was I scared. Said, oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, okay, I said hi when
0: you were moving in.
1: Mm-hmm. And what did your mom say? My mom said, oh, she seems very nice. You should hang out with her. You, you make friends with her. And and you listened. And I did. I don't remember that happening, and I feel really bad, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you, I feel you as well. Yeah, I think you just have to, like, again, put yourself out there and um, – I don't know. Be bold. You have to risk the a little to get question. reward. Yeah. 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 I think that you have to be extra bold
0: during COVID times because you can't, like, I don't know, with with the mask, like, I'm sure everyone has said this already, but it just, it takes part of you away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just have to, like, be bold. And it's really sad because I know for a fact that there are people that came here and couldn't find anyone and still mm-hmm. don't have anyone. And mm-hmm. it breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Um but you just have to like, kind of force yourself. Uh, yeah, force yourself to make friends. Yeah, <laughs> and figure it out along the way. Um, yeah, and it's hard with COVID because with mm-hmm. bubbles, like, I mean, the first few weeks, my roommate and I were like, "How the heck do we choose a bubble? How how are we sure that these that we will like these people in a month?" Like, mm-hmm. it's a really hard decision, and it adds a whole entire new part to it. Um, and so it's just not going to be easy, I think, is the conclusion on that one. Mm -hmm. And you have to make the most of it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, another question was similar to that. Um, How do you have a somewhat normal social life? Um, I think just maintaining what I have found is when I was like, really, really freaked out about COVID and like making sure I was following the rules perfectly. I was so sad and so lonely. And I just like, hardly ever left my room, hardly saw anyone other than my boyfriend and my roommate. Um, And then when I like reached out to more people and had more like social distant lunch lunch dates and dinner dates and like studied with other people in the library, like I have found way more people. Um, So that's definitely part of it. Yeah. Okay, another one about our college specifically. Okay. Does your school have a way... Or no, not that one. Have you heard of any COVID cases at your school? Mm-hmm. But, but uh, drum roll. um, yes. This week has been scary because... I thought it was only two people. It's three people, four people, probably more. Like, I mean, we... Okay, no shade, but a little bit of shade to our school. Like, they have not been very transparent about our um about our situation it was like deep in an email um (laughs) and it was like i'm gonna try and find what it said actually
1: yeah because while you're looking or no you go ahead oh yeah
0: so um our governor is putting a pause on activity in our state because of the rise in covid cases right now um and so there's like two um how's the door closing So there were like two paragraphs and then third paragraph is like this new pause order from our governor's office coincides with new development on the undergraduate campus, three new positive COVID-19 cases within the residential student community. Like they just kind of hit it in an email. Uh Um, Uh And they said that contact tracing is underway, but at the beginning of the year, they were so on top of stuff like they're doing effluent testing, which is testing of the sewage. And so a bunch of, um, our halls went under under quarantine. Mm-hmm. And they aren't doing any of that right now. And there's people with actual COVID.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think at first I felt very confident because there hadn't been any cases. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, when people get more lax and feel just too bored to keep uh, quarantining, which is stupid and sucks, um, but that's why we're going to get more cases if people decide that they're just done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Sorry, I need to take another sip of water. <laughs> I spilled on myself. I always do that. I literally cannot take a sip of water no matter where I'm drinking it from without spilling. Ugh. Okay. This next one. Do you have do you have a lab for your chem class? Yes. And you do you do you go to the lab? No. Okay, so <laughs> This question says, um, what are on-campus labs like? Mine are online and I miss real labs so much. So I have a lab for chem, like gen chem um, and every other week is in person, um, which is very nice. It's three hours long though. <laughs> lab is way harder than I thought it was gonna be. Hmm. Um, it's not that different with COVID. Like you just wear a mask, and we already had to wear the goggles, and so it just feels like your face is very protected. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't feel weird to protect your face during a lab, especially now that we're so used to wearing masks. Um, you wear gloves and all that. It's really it's nice to be in person for lab. If I liked lab more mm-hmm. it'd be extra great yeah but someone next to me doesn't doesn't go to her in person well
1: I just it's so much easier to just join the zoom lab where it's so much more boring though. it is so much more boring and honestly I should not be the person to speak about this because I am a terrible influence but I like it's really easy for me to not pay attention which is not a good thing and I want to start like focusing more in that class, but it's just so convenient for me not to, Yeah. so I would say if you also are in my situation, do as I say, not as I do, and go to your in-person classes if you feel safe and comfortable doing so.
0: Yeah, but if it's all online, I would just make sure you, like, really uh, don't do, don't do what Fiona does, and, like, really make sure that you're doing the lab mm-hmm. for real mm-hmm. like I went to the library last time and did the lab um, my lab partner I, we don't have lab partners but <laughs> she and I just always do the labs together and so we have like done the labs together so if you aren't like with people that are in your excuse you <gasps> oh no oh, sorry. I almost yawned but I saved it um <laughs> But if you have friends in your lab course, then try to do it at the same time. It makes it a lot better. Okay, tips on studying at home. I feel like there's always new things to make at home learning easier. True. True. Um, I have a really hard time with it. May have to do with my ADD, but also just in general. It is so exhausting to just be on a screen all the time. So some things that I, need to voice into the pit of this podcast um (laughs) is go outside in between classes if you can do your classes online other like places other than where you sleep I think that can be really good if that's just moving off your bed then that's good but also going to the library just moving to go to class making it feel more like you're in class because I mean, I have a couple mm-hmm. morning classes and, like, it's really easy to just roll out and,
1: mm-hmm. and go to class. I would say um, all, if you're over Zoom during your lectures or your classes, keep your camera on. I think that it helps to hold you accountable because you know that people can see you if you're not paying attention or yeah. something. And if you get – if you're – If you like looking at yourself, turn your, (laughs) you can like keep your camera on but hide self-view so you won't just be staring at yourself because I know that I just look in the camera and overanalyze my entire appearance. So camera on but self-view off, take notes, force yourself to take notes because then you have to pay attention. Um, Yeah, and I mean when I do take notes, and I look back on them before I test. I just want to pat myself on the back because I'm like, yes, you made this so much easier for me. So future you will thank you for taking notes. Yeah. Um, something I did this morning,
0: which I need to do way more, is I went and got breakfast from the bone instead of making it in my room. And just walking back and, like, back and forth in the sunlight, I made sure to look directly. I'm, I know you weren't supposed to, but I looked directly at the sun. <laughs> I was like, get that sunlight, get that vitamin D in the back of my retinas so I know, so I have a sleep schedule, please. And that was something that I want to do more. Just, like, make routines. um, Make routines. Make sure to schedule in fun. um, Try to organize your day and make it structured instead of, like, oh, I have class at this time, and then I'm going to take a nap right after and then go to class and take another nap. I have days like that, um, but they aren't good for my – Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is kind of just for me. Okay. Because I'm a first year. Yes. Someone asked, do you ever wish you had taken a gap year and started your freshman year next year? So sometimes, yes. Like, I do wish I didn't have to have this experience as my freshman year. But, but I don't wish I took a gap year, if that makes sense. Like, I wish this wasn't my freshman year, but I don't. I know that if I had taken a gap year, I mean, we're in a pandemic, like I wouldn't have. (laughs) I hope I caught that swallow on. um... (laughs) We're in a pandemic, you can't have. (laughs) Now I'm focusing on my swallowing so much. I really hope the swallows got on there. Um, We are in a pandemic. Like if I were to take a gap year, it wouldn't have been the gap year that is beneficial. Like I wouldn't be able to do a really cool internship or travel the world and volunteer. Like I would be at home nannying probably. And I think that's a really great way to like stack up those dollar bills and um, like put a new thing on your resume and just take more time to yourself. But personally, I did not need any more time at home. I was really ready to leave. and I, I was really ready to learn again, too. Like, I all of quarantine, I was like, I just need to, like, have a schedule. I need to be in school. I need to learn. And while it is kicking my butt, um, I'm really glad I'm in school because that's been helpful in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you would have taken a gap year?
1: Um, well, I actually almost took a gap year before my freshman year. Um, COVID. Yeah, without COVID. Oh. I was on medical leave uh, for the last semester of my senior year and I wasn't sure if I was going to be healthy enough to go back to school. Um, and I know that for me, I pushed really hard to get healthy in time to go back to school because I know that it's if I were to take a break, my work ethic would just make me not want to go back to school that after that. Sense. And it's important to me that I personally do get a college degree. So I just wanted to like push myself to to get done get there and get it over with yeah
0: I honestly considered a gap year more before COVID um I thought about like finding people that I knew abroad and staying with them and finding like a job somewhere I think that'd be cool Mm -hmm. but I also uh want to do med school and I feel like that would have pushed back my like I mean Okay, my, my I'm go, I'm gonna cut that part out. I just, well, maybe <laughs> I, I met with my advisor and I was like, I don't know. like if I were to take a gap year after college, like to study for the MCAT, I think I would just be like behind in life. like I would be starting my life later than everyone else. And she was like, no, 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 no. That's not the mentality to have. There's no such thing as ahead and behind in life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but also I don't think I would like be I don't think I'd study. Okay. This is an opinion question. Okay. Are you ready? Massive college parties in a pandemic. Blame university slash state or individuals or both? Individuals. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that we have been going through this pandemic long enough to understand how it works. And I get that people are antsy for it to end, but it's just going to delay the process mm-hmm. if you keep like it. By now, we know that super spreader events are how it is spread. Like you can... I saw, um, oh wait, did you see that TikTok? Nope. Okay. I got my, my whole for you page is just like science. So my, so most viruses, um, start at one thing and then that one person spreads it to other people. Those people spread it to other people, but with COVID it's different. It's one person has it, goes to an event, gives it to a few of those people. Those people go off, um, give it to the families, but the families are in quarantine still, and so it doesn't happen, it doesn't do anything to them, but then one person goes to another party, and then, boom, like, it's just these little pockets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, like, that's literally the way it is spreading, so to be so selfish and go to parties, like, I don't know, it's, yeah, like, I get that it really sucks, but, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've seen things where it's like a huge, huge party and they're like, yeah, we're giving ourselves herd immunity. Like, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. The herd is the whole entire community. It's not like your little frat and sorority. Like, that's not how it works.
1: Yeah. And I'm not like, I think that institutions are guilty in a lot of things. Um, But I think that I know Michigan State, they're completely online. Like, they aren't even on campus. And people are still living off campus and going to parties and stuff like that. So even though Michigan State is, has closed, at least this is what I think. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. This is just what I heard. But um, Michigan State people are still going out and partying with each other off campus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm from a college town and I think that they... I don't know if they're on, I think they're online, but they're still providing housing for students. And so there are people partying still. And I mean, like if it were, if it were just the college community and it were just the students, like that's their choice and that's their problem if they get it, but that's not the case. It, it's the whole community. It's it's the businesses that they're going to. It's poor Ruth. Um, <laughs> that's his it's this business owner oh. and and you, in, in the town I'm from, I mean, you're putting Ruth's life at risk. You're putting um, like just anyone, you're putting the professors at risk. You're like the whole community. If it's, if you are throwing parties, it's not like you're only hanging out with people that are going to the parties. If you're going to grocery stores, if you're going anywhere, you're putting other people at risk and that's just um, ignorant and selfish. And I get that we've been in this situation for so long and I'm antsy to get out of it, but it's just not the time to party. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know how much I would have wanted to go to a Fat Rager after Biden was elected? <laughs> so I would have loved it, but mm-hmm. I didn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ugh. Sorry to. Sorry, that was
1: mean. It, well, I just <laughs> no. Ugh, I, I just it, got angry again. I think that peer pressure is an effective way of accessing young people during this time and pressuring them to do the right thing yeah
0: yeah okay is where you are now where you thought you'd be college-wise before COVID I guess this is kind of specific to me again but if you have a response go for it you go first okay um so yes and no I mean when I toured my school I was like this is the most logical place for me to be even before COVID um and it just stayed that way um like I knew I knew that it was close enough to home, that if something happened, it would be easy to move back. Um, They gave me enough money for it to make sense. Um, I mean, I think everywhere else that I went to is online, other than, like, I think Oberlin is the only other place that is doing hybrid, as I know, as, I don't even know. I think that Oberlin is doing hybrid, but I think that the school we're going to is the only other school that is, and in-person classes was something I really, really wanted. Um, so yeah, I, I think that where I am now is where I'm supposed to be, even if it would have been different because of COVID, but I honestly don't think it would have been. Yeah. I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're old. So that's fine. <laughs> I think that I'm supposed to be here even if it sucks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. College boys question mark.
1: Oh my goodness. This is so vague.
0: Where should we go with this? I feel like I can make a whole entire episode on this so we
1: can be brief. Yeah. Um I have something. Okay.
0: Just because you go to a liberal arts school does not mean that every single boy is gonna be a female respect like doesn't mean that they respect women, doesn't mean that they're super liberal, doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they're perfect.
1: I'm looking at you. I'm gonna use a fake name, um, <laughs> Brad. I'm Brad. looking at you. Okay, now
0: Brad. <laughs> we don't go to OSU. I know, but I wanted to use
1: a name that didn't start with the first letter of the name. Yeah, B's I know, names, and so. that's the only thing you could think of. I know, yeah. same with
0: me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's hard. Like, God. I mean, I've, I've only been here during the COVID time, so it's mm-hmm. hard to tell. But, mm-hmm. um, oh, this goes to one of the first questions. Like, it seems like no one is, no one should be hooking up with randos. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. Yeah, Like, there's still a hookup culture here. I think that it's hard to stop, <laughs> hard mm-hmm. to stop cautions from having a hookup culture. But, yeah, I I honestly think we, I don't know if it's different here than anywhere else, though. Like it feels pretty mutual. Like yeah. all of the people that I know are hooking up with people. It's not like a gendered yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think for college boys, oh,
0: you think that you're gonna go to college and all of the boys are just gonna be so much better? But I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's a specific person. I think maturity comes with experiences, comes with exposure. And you can get, I mean, there's some 40 year old men that still act like they're 16. So Mm -hmm. I don't think college boys are much different than Mm -hmm. high school boys if
1: they have
0: Mm -hmm. not had more exposure and not have been forced to mature.
1: Yeah. And I think that in any relationship, the thing that I always preach, which is so basic, I know everyone preaches this, but it's because it's true. You have to communicate like, I feel like it's oh, every so every single
0: problem comes from not communicating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i like, it's so easy to just be like, Oh, it's college there. It's a huge hookup culture in college. So I'm just going to pretend like all I want is to hook up when maybe you don't. And so you lie and then you get really hurt because you said that you didn't want anything more. It sounds like this might be a personal story. <laughs> no, I was just about to give the rebuttal. Um, Oh my gosh, wait, cut that out! <laughs> Ew! Is it not? Um, It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but I, I, like, I guess I'm just saying you have to communicate your intentions because if you don't, someone's going to get hurt, no matter what. Well, that
0: also goes into maturity. Like, yeah. if, if you communicate your intentions and you communicate what you want and everything and they don't take it well, then that's a sign that you shouldn't be even hooking up with them. Like, they... There are people that you can spend your time with, even if you aren't intending a relationship. They should still like if yeah. you're if you're hanging out with someone, have it be worthy. Like, mm-hmm. don't be hanging out with someone that um, is not mature enough to
1: handle you. Yeah. Know what you deserve, and don't settle for less. Yeah.
0: Preach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay,
0: how weekends are. During COVID.
1: I sit in bed and I sometimes do homework
0: and then... Oh my God, wait. So much more homework during the weekends than I thought there would be. Mm. You guys, you do in college, you do homework every single day. No one told me that. On Fridays, you do homework. On Saturdays, you do homework. And on Sundays, you do homework. And on Sundays, you do, Sundays you do all day.
1: Well, Is that just me? Yes. Okay. But...
0: That may just be me. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, me and Sawyer are we just nap and do homework at this point. Yeah. I mean, not every, I have plenty of people in my life that don't do that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I like to get really good grades. Apparently you have to do homework every single day and it's freaking exhausting.
1: Yeah. And I think just because I do have the experience of what weekends were like last year, um, we would go into the city every Saturday and Sunday go out for dinner, go grocery shopping, stuff like that, just, like, be outside. And this year, I can't do that because I don't feel safe doing that. So um, this year is not really reflective of what the typical college experience is. Right. So COVID
0: weekends, um, um, I, in my pod, we do girls' nights. Um, and we do, like, themed girls' nights with just a few of us. We dress up, and it's pretty cute. Um, it's not a party, which I think is sometimes more fun. I mm-hmm. would rather I be with parties. I'd rather be with a small group of people mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and yeah, I mean it's just small groups hanging out, doing their thing. Um, but at our school, there are no like huge parties. Yeah. that we know of. <laughs> yeah, we're not part of that. We're not part of the rule breakers or bad for community health group (laughs) someone asked anything to do with how to get into college easier and steps to take in getting there i could literally make a whole entire episode on this so i will put a little snippet of what i've said just now but i just talked for like 10 minutes on it so (laughs) i will just do a whole entire episode on that eventually touring helps a lot talk like reaching out just educating yourself on the whole entire school and then um Yeah, just do things you're passionate about and start out your GPA as high as you can um, freshman year. So, you want a stressed out senior year to
1: do the, yeah, keep it up. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, I think last question.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, How do you manage your sleeping schedule to stay motivated for class? (laughs) How's it going with
1: that? Oh, Oh, God. I actually. I'm doing great. Really? I love sleep. I go to sleep pretty early every night. Um, Latest is eleven. Yeah, I just really, my priority has always been and will always be sleep. Like I need sleep to function, and so I, I try if I'm gonna go on my phone before bed, I'll use my blue light glasses because I've heard that those help to like, you know, blue light. Do you do night mode too? Yes, I do have night mode, um, but I just try to do all of those cheesy things that they say to stop You're yourself not cheesy, from. Cheesy, they're scientific. Okay, yes, yeah, scientific stuff. Um, a s- lavender essential oil, um, a cup of tea. I know that that sounds like a wellness influencer and stuff, but like I don't know. Is it, it fit ha- tea, Fiona? Um, <laughs> no, it's usually peppermint tea. Oh my god, I love. That. Although that's supposed to wake you up. Oh well. I don't Um, know. I think it's just helpful for me to know that I'm going to be going to bed around the same time every night. And then no matter the day, all of my classes start from eight to nine. So I'm going to wake up around the same same time every day. Um, and even on the weekends, I feel like because I have such a set schedule, I don't sleep in an absurd amount. Like I'll wake up at 10, probably at the latest, um, and that's within that two-hour range that I'm waking up for classes. Yeah, I don't know. That's all. Yeah,
0: I, got. I started out that well, and then I on weekends I just started staying up so late, mm-hmm. like two or three, mm-hmm. which is so late for me. I know that some people's normal time, but no way. Um, and so on the weekend or on the weekdays, it just became so much harder to go to bed at ten, like I liked to. Um, so I'm currently getting back on track. I've been using the melatonin pen that Cloudy (laughs) sent me. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, sleep schedule. um, Melatonin, not too much because it's not good to have all the time. Oh, oh,
1: sorry. Um, If you're taking melatonin and you are on the birth control pill, make sure, or I think any hormonal birth control, talk to your doctor and make sure that Your specific birth control isn't conflicting with melatonin because sometimes melatonin makes birth control less effective. Or at least that's what I've heard from. Oh, that is terrifying.
0: The interwebs, the interwebs. Okay, is that it?
1: That's it. Sorry to end on such a crazy. No, no, it's
0: okay. It's okay. Wow. So COVID college, as you Mm -hmm. can see, kind of boring. Kind of boring. Not gonna lie. Um, But I hope you got a nice picture of. Of what the situation is.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Any Thank you words. for having me on your show. Of course. Oh, my
0: God. I hope it's not the last. Oh, my gosh. I we're hugging right away.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Ooh, my God. Sorry. Oh. Um. Yeah, she's leaving Saturday, and I'm really sad, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to have a week of no Fiona time, and then two months in the room.
1: I know. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm yeah. sad about it. Yeah. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do when you go home?
1: Um, eat lots of home cooked meals, hang out with yeah. my animals, and work, work, work. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Something we forgot to mention. So all of our food, um, from our dining hall is in take takeout boxes.
1: Mm-hmm. And, it-
0: and it's-
1: I feel like it makes Mother Earth cry. Yeah, and
0: like we're at this super liberal arts school that is just full of like. Oh, that was my accident! Oh my gosh, so flirty! Our school, (laughs) our school is just full of like environmental people, you know, and and then we eat out of takeout boxes Mm -hmm. that we can't recycle. Mm -hmm. It's it's a disgrace, but yeah, yeah, Mother COVID is taking over. Anyway, wow,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, how do we stop? I don't know how to
0: end it. How do I end a podcast? Um.
1: Well, that's off now,
0: folks. Oh, my God. Okay, thanks for tuning in. I hope you come back next episode. Um, Wow, this was so fun and so frightening. So if you <laughs> made it this far, and we talked for like an hour and a half or so, and I hope I am able to cut it down mm-hmm. because that was excessive. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>